Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk, who is once again in Omaha in the press box at TD Ameritrade coming off Mississippi State's huge win tonight. Thank you for tuning in at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churnin' Spoon Ice Cream. I know that uh, Shane is up in Omaha as we speak supporting the Bulldogs. Make sure while he's away, you're supporting Strange Brew Coffee. You know, it's been a late night. You're going to need some coffee in the morning. Swing by there. Grab yourself a, a beverage to get you through the morning, that little extra boost. And then you're going to need it again. I would stop by again on my way home to get ready for baseball on Wednesday night. You need to have your energy. So a double shot of Strange Brew. That's my recipe for, uh, for success on Wednesday. College Corner. Might be some new merchandise coming in. I don't know. I don't know if it's coming in or not. Find out tomorrow. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Might want to be watching uh, my Twitter feed. There's some potential, uh, some potential sales of things. I'm just saying. Calm uh, down. But regardless of what happens, there's always a great selection of maroon and white merchandise at College Corner. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flow by the Half Shell. You can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco, my guess is that Humble Taco was rocking on Tuesday night, and it will be rocking again on Wednesday as the Diamond Dogs try to finish this up. So make sure you get there early, grab a table, get some chips and queso, margarita, maybe a nice cold beer, and enjoy yourself. Grab some Mexican food while you watch the Bulldogs play on a Wednesday night for a national title. Starville's newest and best Mexican restaurant, Mexican fare with Mississippi roots at Humble Taco. I want to know something from you right off the bat. I think you thought State was going to win this game. I was not as confident as you, for sure. But did you think it was going to be like this? Absolutely not. Everything's going about to script what I thought, how I thought it would go from a wins and loss perspective, but not from a, you know, how the game's turned out perspective. I thought we might see Landon Sims in game one. Uh, then I thought, you know, maybe we'd see in the night. It's, it's set up perfectly for State in game three. State could not ask for a better situation from a pitching perspective. Maybe not facing Rocker would be the only better situation. But Mississippi State got everything they needed tonight from Houston Harding and Preston Johnson. That was just an, an incredible performance, one that people are going to remember forever, especially if they're able to do the thing tomorrow night. Uh, Houston Harding – is just an absolute bulldog. I mean, I he, he's going to go down as um, one of the most memorable pitchers in postseason for Mississippi State just because of how he's gutted things out. I mean, you look at what he did tonight and didn't have his best best stuff. And I thought in that inning where they had some runners on, uh, on the corners, I think, with one out, 
uh, and by the way, nearly loaded the bases with nobody out. State got out of that with that uh, run around at second base, but things could have really unraveled for Houston Harding right there. And, and if that's anybody else, it might have, but he just bared down right there, got back-to-back strikeouts. How big was that against the two of the batters that he was facing that have had some big hits? C.J. Rodriguez was one of them who hit a home run in the first inning or second inning. That, to me, was just – that was the game. It was 5-1 to one at that point. Houston Harding had had about 45 minutes on the bench because State had that long inning, and things were starting to unravel. To get out of that with, with no runs, I feel like that was the ball game. I, I didn't think Vanderbilt was even close the rest of the way. And Preston Johnson was incredible. Five innings, two hits, one run, two walks, seven strikeouts. I mean, you got nine innings of four-hit ball from those two guys – and save the rest of your bullpen for game three, I mean, hat tip to those two guys. That's the biggest thing to me in this whole thing is that State pitched two pitchers on Tuesday night after playing, you know, baseball for two solid weeks up there in Omaha. And now, I mean, you've got as much pitching as you can possibly have. Will Bednar is probably good for four, four to five innings tomorrow at best. Landon Sims is probably good for three to four innings tomorrow at best. So just one more inning in there somewhere. But you're going to have your best two guys on the mound for the bulk of the game. And so is Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt will have Kumar Rocker, and they'll have Maldonado ready to go. Should be an incredible college baseball game. Mississippi State, though, makes it happen with a 13-2 win over Vanderbilt. Total domination from start to finish for Mississippi State. Every Bulldog uh, with a hit, including please do not adjust a dial or Check anything. Bulldogs led by Lane Forsyth with three hits on the night and a couple of RBI. Uh, Scotty DeBrule drove in four. Tanner Allen scored four. Lane Logan Tanner was on base four times. Uh, Luke Hancock, two for two uh, with a couple of RBI. Just up and down the lineup. Every Bulldog starter made it on base at least once in this game. Just Lane keep- Forsyth, Brian, was three for 41 in yeah. the last month. Yeah. And he went three for five tonight. Yeah. I mean, baseball a hell of a game. And, 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 and Rowdy was 0 for five at one point into that last hit. Yeah. They got to get Rowdy going, but unbelievable. I mean, you and, had Scotty DeBrule and, and Lane Forsyth really pick up some of those guys that didn't have a great night. You know, Tanner Allen was incredible on the bases. That dude's not going to go away without swinging in this thing. I just thought that was, that was probably the best offensive performance all year long. Yeah, I agree. The plate appearances were great, and they left 14 on the bases. This thing could have been 20 to, 20 to 2. Yeah, I mean, it, they left 13 guys on, yeah. It was an absolute massacre, and, and part of that is Vanderbilt kind of waved the white flag there in the middle innings. They put in several freshmen. Those guys have not pitched that much. They saved everybody that they could. So mm-hmm. part of that is, is that. But still, you got to give state credit for getting in the head of that freshman out there, the 17 years old, by the way, and he's going yeah. to be the next great one for Vanderbilt. Oh, he was pumping 96, 97. He's going to be just fine, but I thought, Brian, the MVP might have been this crowd. That atmosphere was just unbelievable. Um, and, you know, in, in the TD Ameritrade press box, things are closed up pretty good, so you can't hear a lot, but you could feel the environment. And I, I think it just suffocated uh, some of those guys from Vanderbilt. From what I was reading on Twitter, it seems like the loudest the crowd got was the Dak Prescott interview. Oh, yes. You, you know, whenever the, at Davis Wade, they showed Dak Prescott on the NFL Bulldogs? Yeah. They always it was that. Pop. Yeah. Yes. 
And State had man, how about the how about the firepower in the stands for Mississippi State tonight? Dak mm-hmm. Prescott, Brandon F. Walker, uh, <laughs> Hardy. Sorry, mom. Um, she who else is there? Jonathan Papelbon, Rafael Palmero. How does Brandon Walker get stuck in billing in that group? Come on, he's towards the. He's a little closer to the bottom. Come on. I, I people got mad at me, including uh, Brandon on Twitter. So I was going to give him a little shout out. Oh, okay, that's fine. That's I fine. left him out when I when I mentioned the guys earlier that were here. I uh, left Brandon out. Well, he's been here the whole time. I mean, yeah, this is a little different story for him. Uh, certainly enjoy. I spoke with Chad Bumpus tonight. He may make an appearance in Omaha. Uh, if he can, and if we so, we may get a slant reunion uh, if we can make that happen. I would very much like to see that. I think that'd be hilarious. Um, and so now Mississippi State will do something it's never done before, and that's pl- play for a national title, uh, one game away, one win away. Uh, all of the great baseball teams that this university has produced and all the great players and all the history and everything, this is the closest it's ever been, and, and it's as close as you can get uh, without winning it. And so it becomes the question of how are they going to do it I, I can't see against Kumar Rocker having the same sort of night. So, you know, what's, what's the game plan for Mississippi State? Because for me, the idea of, you know, try to work the pitch count up I, with, with Rocker, but he's just a, he's a genetic freak. You, know, you can't work him out of the game. He's willing to go 110, 120 pitches. And I think even on short rest, he can do that. So what's state strategy, in your opinion, for tomorrow's game? Well, I mean, I, I think you just got to come up with some clutch – hits you're not going to get very many uh from him he's a guy that it's very similar to jack Leiter. if you're going to beat either one of those guys you're going to have to hit you know doubles in the gap home runs you're you're going to have to get big hits you're not going to string together you know four straight hits like the state did the night when they had the three straight hits from the top of the lineup you're going to have to get you know a couple of guys on base and maybe try to run one out of the yard to get you know just just get your pitch but uh, he's not going to walk a lot of batters. He can throw that slider in the zone for strikes. But Lamonis mentioned this, and I agree with him. He, he's really good at getting people to chase that slider. You know, it starts about eye level, and then it ends up over on the ground on the right side of the plate, and you're wondering how that happened. That's where State has to be disciplined. They, they can't be swinging at balls uh, in the dirt. They're going to have to make him find the zone. And, man, it's just – this is just, uh, you know, the stars aligning in the national championship game, best on best for Mississippi State and Vanderbilt. And it's just going to be – I feel like it's going to be a war. I would be shocked if either one of these teams won big um, because I think you can get Landon Sims in the game relatively early, not, not really early, but uh, middle of the game. You know, the, Vanderbilt's still got two guys, Luke Murphy, and I think Maldonado can easily come back. He threw 50 pitches, I believe, in game one. So they're going to bring him back if they need to. But uh, State's going to have to score some runs early and try to get some momentum and get this crowd into it. I don't, I don't think Rocker's going to be really bothered by the crowd. No. But it, you can get into the head of, the, of these hitters who have, quite frankly, been struggling. I mean, this offense is not tearing it up in this College World Series. So I feel a little better about Mississippi State's pitching going into this, knowing the bullets that they have. I mean, Landon Sims is well-rested. Yeah. I mean, that dude is not – I mean – Hasn't pitched since Saturday. He, he hasn't pitched since Saturday. So you're going to get you're going to get a fresh Landon Sims. And uh, I, from a pitching standpoint, I think you need 
if you can get Will Bednar for four innings like you got Houston Harding and it's, you know, State's got a lead or the game's tied, then you've, you've really done well there. Who, who bridges the gap then? Because I don't think yeah, – I don't That's think you can question. count on Landon Sims for five innings. I, I don't know if you can count on him for five innings. Uh, so the question is, who comes in in the middle Preston there? Johnson is out now. So I would I would guess Brandon Smith would be your guy. He okay. threw thirty he pitches really in well game one Monday night. He did. He threw thirty pitches in game one. You could go with either him or you could go with Cade Smith. Uh, I would probably trust Brandon Smith a little more. And uh, he, like you said, he pitched really well in that game. This bullpen has just been fantastic, man. I mean. They real, they, they're the MVP of the tournament. You're talking uh, about one, two, two bad appearances, and that's – Two bad pitches. Chase, Chase Patrick giving up a home run, three-run home run, and Parker Sinnett giving up a three-run yeah. home run. Yeah, I mean – And other than that, this, this bullpen's been incredible. Other than, you know, Sims is part of the bullpen. We all know what he's done. But the bullpen kept you in the game against Virginia and kept that game close enough that you were able to make the comeback. They kept you in the game uh, or, you know, Monday night – they didn't let the game get embarrassing, and then they, they were able to, to get through the game without having to go to a guy like Landon Sims at any point just to try to end the game, just try to st- you know, stop the bleeding. They've just been really, really good the, the, throughout this, uh, this, these past couple of weeks. You know, I, I, right now, you know, the College World Series' most outstanding player, if everything goes according to script, is going to end up being Will Bednar. But the bullpen has definitely been a huge part of, of everything for Mississippi State and their success. And, and you know, it's kind of funny – when you think about Mississippi State baseball and what we've talked about all year and the storylines we sort of hit on, and the bullpen has been such a big part of it, and there was some, you know, some questions about the bullpen. You know, they're like, hey, we know there's a lot of power arms there, but when are they going to deliver? They've delivered here in the most important part of the season, and that's been such a huge key for Mississippi State. We're going to talk a little bit more about this, but let's move on into the second half of the show. That's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. Big changes now coming at Welcome Home Beef. Uh, a lot of the, the, the merchandise at the store, that's not that's going to have to go away for a while. It's going to be more of a wholesale operation. So what I'm telling you now is the products you've been getting at Welcome Home Beef, all those great steaks and different cuts of the cow, you can get those now at Val's Market. They will have that all, a lot of shelf space dedicated to Welcome Home Beef. So Welcome Home Beef products at Val's Market here in Starkville. You can, you can get your products there and plenty of other grocery stores all across North Mississippi. I know there are stores in Corinth, Pontotoc, Batesville, uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, uh, New Albany, Bahalia. All these different local markets are getting Welcome Home Beef. And if your local market doesn't have Welcome Home Beef, you need to ask them what you need to do to get those things on the shelf. Or call Welcome Home Beef and see if they can't strike up that conversation for you. That number is 662-268-8148. Their website is welcomehomebeef.com. Welcome Home Beef. It just tastes good. I'm sorry. (laughs) I didn't realize I was muted. Were you muted? Yeah, because I I, I don't want any unnecessary... I didn't want any okay. unnecessary sounds in here. I got you. I'm trying I got to you. give us good audio. All right, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, our good friends over at Two Brothers, make sure make sure if you can't – if you're not there in the Cotton District, I don't know what to tell you, man. That place is going to be hopping. I can only imagine tomorrow night what the Cotton District will look like. I may have to swing downtown for a minute before we do this podcast, Robbie, to see if, if State wins a national title, what's it going to look like out there on University Drive and at the corner of Maxwell where everything's going on. And Two Brothers is right in the thick of that. So if you head there – to watch the game when the celebration starts, you'll be right there. Enjoy some great food, enjoy some great atmosphere, and enjoy Bulldog baseball tomorrow night at Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Advantage Business Systems is, you know, they're sort of like Mississippi State baseball. They, they get the job done. They take care of you in two different ways. They take care of you 
with an inventory of products and services and technology that you need to run your business with more profits and less problems. And they back everything up with fantastic customer service, the kind of customer service you expect from your next door neighbors, which is what Advantage Business Systems is. They're a Mississippi business, first and foremost. They've been taking care of people here in the Magnolia State for nearly 50 years. You can't stay in business that long unless you're taking care of your customers. So why don't you call them today? Find out how they can go to work for you. That number is 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. One game away from a national championship. And, you know, the the state's gotten uh, the right mix, in my opinion, of Tanner Allen, Rowdy Jordan, uh, you know, Will Bednar-Landon Sims, the stars. But again, like tonight with Lane Forsythe, They've had other guys pick up their roles. Who who who's who's left to be a hero for Mississippi State? Yeah, it's it's kind of a crapshoot. I mean, these guys, everybody seems to find a way. When somebody's down, it seems like somebody else picks them up. I mean, Lane Forsyth has joined that group now, and Scotty DeBrule's done it a couple of times. He's had a pretty good um, College World Series. I think he only had one hit, maybe yeah. one or two hits. Coming but he's beginning with base. He had six walks yeah. coming into this game. And then he comes out and gets two hits tonight. He's had key at-bats. He had that. He had the walk to lead off that, that inning against uh, Virginia. Um, so he's had some really big at-bats. But it's just – these guys just find a way, man. They just find a way. This team has not been perfect all year long. I said it over and over. But when you have that instinct, when you just have that ability, that natural ability – to fight through adversity and find ways to win ball games, that is a tough team to beat. And Mississippi State has that right now. They got guys that are having really good plate appearances. You need that one more time. You just need nine innings here to get the school's first national championship. And they've never been this far. No. Uh, 2013, 0-2 in the College World Series. They have never been within one game of bringing home a trophy. You know, I, I don't know what's going to happen, man, but they've got the opportunity, and that's all that you can ask for at this point. There's there's nothing that you can say about this team that has been disappointing to this point. They they've overexceeded expectations in my mind. I think that's been the the be- one of the best coaching jobs anybody's ever done at Mississippi State, and I think these players have been relentless through it all, and they're in position to win it all, and that's all you can ask for. And, and to do it against Vanderbilt would be huge for this program to do it against a team like Vanderbilt, a program like Vanderbilt that's become Mississippi State's uh, probably one of the state's biggest rivals at this point, this would be tremendous. It would be huge. We, we, we mentioned mindset yesterday. We talked about confidence, and you said even in defeat, you felt good about Mississippi State and where they were mentally. After tonight, they must be really feeling like they, they, that they're locked in and ready to go. Absolutely. I, it just felt – Different last night, whenever we were talking to Tanner Allen and Chris Lamonis, they just had that they, they just had that look about them like they weren't worried. And we've seen this team, you know, a time or two look a little dejected. It hadn't been often, but I thought they looked a little dejected against Arkansas. I thought they were a little dejected against Missouri. But last night, they just seemed locked in. They kind of knew what was ahead. And listen, most of us had them – possibly losing that game against Jack Leiter. It was going to be tough to win that first game. But, you know, just talking to fans around here, everybody was pretty confident today. Everybody was pretty confident going into this ball game. They felt good about what they had. 
against Christian Little, the opportunity that they had ahead uh, there. And I, I think that the team just kind of fo- followed through there. The crowd was amazing uh, from start to finish. And that's something that we didn't get to see in game one. You didn't get to see this crowd really come alive for an entire game. I thought that had a tremendous effect on that game. And we'll see if it does tomorrow. I mean, I, I think I think it will. I, th- I think State's uh, crowd here is, senses that they have this opportunity. They're going to try to will this team to a win. Um, and they just need one, man. Yeah. They just need one win right here. It really is something to behold. And, and the crowds are just incredible up there. I mean, 24,000 tonight. And, and I thought Michael Borky made a really good point on Sports Talk. The, there are more MSU fans at this game than there's ever been in a Duty Noble game. There's 20,000-plus Mississippi State fans who have made this trip across the country to see that. Um, it, 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 I mean, regardless of what happens, it, it really is a special moment for the university. Uh, I, I'm getting a little tired of this graphic that ESPN keeps putting up with the uh, – there are only three – although I will say, for three schools that have never won a national title, the company's not bad. Mississippi State, Kansas State, and, uh, and Virginia Tech. But I feel – And listen, know, I, I, had this, I had this conversation with John Sokoloff last night. Mm-hmm. It, it's just it's strange that they haven't won a national title in something because the athletic department as a whole has been pretty successful over the years. I mean, yeah. this, is a, this is a really solid – athletic department so i mean there's been close i mean a a good portion of the teams that have won national titles they can't say what mississippi state's able to say about some of their programs right but it's just they just haven't been able to finish the job it's been you know final four in in men's basketball obviously two national championship games in women's basketball uh one national championship series prior to this year in baseball when men's tennis uh was in the final four a couple years ago uh, I know women's golf, I think, finished second or third nationally uh, in the NCAA tournament a couple of years ago, or maybe five or six years ago now that I think about it. But yeah, there, there have been some opportunities, but you know, this is the moment for Mississippi State, for, ba- for, for the sport that most Mississippi State fans hold closer to their heart than anybody else does in, in, in baseball. So regardless of what happens, it's a special moment, but this, this is the time. I, I don't know. You talk about you know the, the the path to get there and how difficult that is, especially when you think about this team, right? Really, over the past two months, you've only had Bednar you could truly rely on as a starting rotation. You've had Landon Sims has been really the only guy in the bullpen you could rely on day in, day out. That seems to have changed a little bit now, but that was really the only guy. You had offensive issues throughout. You had defensive issues throughout. Those have gone away miraculously uh, in, in Omaha. I don't know how that is. But under the brightest light, State has tightened everything up defensively, and that's a big reason why they're, they're poised to, to win this national title here. For everything that – you know, you think about go back to the season and, and you didn't get anything out of Eric Sarantola and you didn't get anything out of Josh Hatcher and you didn't get really much of anything out of, you know, out of the shortstop position all year. And yet here you are one win from a national title. It speaks to the job that Chris Limonis has done. It speaks to the players and their – we talked about this the other day about how, you know, at some point it becomes – your identity, the way they win games. It's not just, oh, this is a team that has a lot of luck. So at some point you're making your own luck, and that's what Mississippi State has done uh, by and large. So this is a very special baseball team that has a chance to now become the greatest team in, in, in school history, has a chance for a guy like Tanner Allen, who was named National Baseball National ba- uh, Player of the Year today by the uh, – was it the American Baseball Writers Association? What is that, what is that organization? ABCA. I don't know what the, the letters stand for, but I'm not going to worry about it. In my opinion, and this is just my opinion, this, this is just mine, 
a win tomorrow, and ta- I would call Tanner Allen the greatest player in Mississippi State history. I would put him wow. ahead of Clark and Palmero and Mangum and Rooker and the because he would have the one thing they don't have. He, I mean, the numbers are clearly the, there, the accolades be, are clearly there. He would definitely he has be the, the one conversation. Thing. He, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you said Brian, if after tomorrow, if 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 State wins the national title, you say who's the greatest MSU baseball player? I'm going to say Tanner Allen, and I want you to explain to me how I'm wrong. Because one guy's got a national title and nobody else does. You've got some arguments. You've so, got some yeah. arguments. And that's a fun argument to have. So we will see what happens. We have got one more podcast from Omaha for Robbie Falk to do. Win or lose, we will be with you uh, tomorrow evening. I think, Robbie, what we will do after that is we will take a day off. <laughs> I will let you yes. travel home, and let's just have a day to ourselves. And then we will start our summer of uh, – of whatever we're going to talk about football-wise and so on and so forth. So, uh, Sports Talk, uh, let's just go through my schedule. I have to be on Gallo at 8.37 a.m., so that's going to be real pleasant. Looking forward to that very, very much. Talking about the economy, I'm sure. Oh, how uh, exciting. Oh, I know, right? Uh, 3 o'clock, Sports Talk Mississippi, and then we'll have the game, 6 o'clock, 6.09 first pitch, assuming there's not a rather rainstorm that drives Robbie Falk insane. Uh, we will set up the green room for 5 o'clock. We had an incredible crowd, over 100 people in there tonight. It just keeps growing. Please come be a part of it. It's a lot of fun. We never know who's going to show up. And then podcast tomorrow, Thunder and Lightning. Will it be a national title podcast? Find out uh, in less than 24 hours. For I wish Robbie you were Paul, here, Brian. Uh, I wish I was there too, man. Have fun. Bring it home. For so Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.